Yes, Labs, I don't know how long it's going to take me to get sick of this intro, but uh, for now, it works. I, I got sick of playing that funky music while uh, white boys, so I just decided to change it around because, uh, you know, sometimes a little change, a little innovation is good, although I believe Cashmere may have predated uh, Play That Funky Music White Boy by Wild Cherry. Anyway, uh, we have a lot of things uh, into which we're going to get today, and at the end of the show, um, going to have somebody on who's going to tell us about a fire truck that is being auctioned. How many of you have ever wanted to own a fire truck? Okay. Uh, one of my secret little dreams in life is to, is has been to own a fire truck because in the back of a restaurant in Amherst, uh, they used to have this ancient fire truck. It might still be there for all I know, but uh, I always thought it was super cool. But the problem is all it's going to do is sit in my driveway because I don't think I'm licensed to drive a fire truck. Don't you need a CDL for that? But uh, I, I don't know. I, we'll find out later on today here on uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. It is uh, good to have you with us. Uh, thanks a lot for the show yesterday on Deer. Actually, thanks a lot for every show that we have done uh, this week. Great response to it. And I'm the guy who thinks that Donald Trump and Joe Biden are both too old to be president. Trump is too old to be president again. So is Biden, my opinion. Let's get some fresh blood in there and uh, just uh, let's start over again uh, as, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, anyway... How you doing? Good to have you with us here on the program. Oh, he said something bad about Donald Trump. We better turn him off. He must be a communist. Yes, that's exactly right. You got me all figured out. So um, <laughs> anyway, uh, a lot of things to get into today. And uh, one of the things is something that has come up ancillary to some of the topics that we have done. And I've been dying to do this one. Like, you have no idea. And it's Friday. So it seems like, hey, this is a good idea, and, and we'll see if it bombs and you guys don't call. I'm just going to blame Wenger. Uh, no, I'll blame Tanner Saunders because he's low man on the totem pole, and you all know about excrement rolling downhill, and it's the same thing in the radio business. So, Tanner, just so you know, baby, if this thing tanks, it, it's on you, okay? You had nothing to do with selection of topic material, but if I don't do a good job, I'm going to blame it on you, okay? All right. You you don't expect that from me, really, do you? Oh, I've uh, no. My... <laughs> oh, just shut up! Don't even. <laughs> if you have to wait that long to answer that, you actually think I would do that? I just I don't know what to expect with you. Like you always tell me, <laughs> never take you seriously. So That's I right. just I just take it day by day, one day at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, T Tanner is such a smart young man because I've told him a million times, don't take me seriously because, uh, you know, those things that are round, uh, what are they called, balls that kids play with? Okay, uh, I, I tend to break them with great regularity with the people with whom I work. And, of course, I'm talking about the play things and nothing else. Um, so, anyway, great to be here. I bet Tanner would have made it during the blizzard of 22, unlike Josh. Um, Josh Schmidt is uh, no longer with us. He moved down the dial to the sports station following his true passion and love. If you are just tuning into the show for the first time in a while, and uh, I'm just so happy for Josh. And I think great things are on the horizon for Josh Schmidt. I think things are on the horizon for Lucas Buckley and uh, Brayton Wilson. I think great things are on the horizon. Uh, just a We just have such terrific um, – 
people that are coming along. And Max Ferry, I think things are coming along very, very well uh, for the new generation of uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. I mean, you could add up uh, Brayton, Max, and Tanner and still not hit my age. I'm pretty sure of that. So, yeah, maybe that's a slight exaggeration. But um, anyway, it's uh, nice to be here with you. And uh, I, I think that since we did the show on dress, uh, the Senate. Uh, had a little vote, and they've overturned the Chuck Schumer rule on dress. So in the United States Senate, it's back to proper dress in the United States Senate, which uh, is fine. I don't know what legal right uh, or parliamentary right Chuck Schumer had to unilaterally waive the dress code for Fetterman, but the uh, Senate as a whole has said, no, 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 we want a dress code. Um, and, and the whole thing about Fetterman, look, I, you know what? Um, I'm a libertarian. I'm not a Republican. I lean to the right, but that does not mean that I wouldn't entertain issues like socialized medicine, okay? Because I've seen how one illness could wipe somebody out who has done everything by the rules, that you played by the rules, but you had crappy health insurance, you get one illness or your spouse gets one illness, next thing you know, you're whoring yourself out at truck stops at midnight. Um I will tell you more about my experiences in college later on during the show. But anyway, uh, that's also not to be taken seriously yet. Uh, But cost of living, eh, you never know. Got a side gig, got a side hustle, literally. Anyway, um, yeah. So one of the things that has come up ancillary, uh, Tanner, are we off to an okay start? I would say so. Um, do you think if I wanted to, before I get into the topic that I'm with, which I'm going to start out, do you think that you're up to doing another one hit wonder segment on the program since this week, or should we wait till next week? What do you think we should do on that? Cause I don't want to be repetitive, but the one hit wonder thing was a freaking riot and you got plaudits and kudos from Tim Wenger. I didn't even get a memo, but boy, did he come in and kiss your behind. <laughs> um, you know what? Whatever your heart desires. I mean, I'm all for it. Whatever whatever you uh, want to do, I will I will fully co-sign. I'm on board as well. You have a little card that says Fleur de Lee, whatever you desire from the movie LA Confidential, if you haven't seen it with Russell Crowe and Kevin Spacey back before we knew what a sick bastard he was. Um, anyway, how you doing? How you doing? Good. So, um, I'm going to do something that has come up ancillary to this uh, program previously, and shall we let it rip? By the way, um, I was given clearance. I think I mentioned this earlier this week, but I was given clearance to start lifting weights again, which I've been doing for the past few days. You have no idea at all how much that improves my overall well-being. You have absolutely no idea. And then next week, I think I'm going to hit the treadmill, and then I'll get used to that just in time to have my wee-wee operated on and uh, get that kidney stone jerked out with a uh, fish hook. But like I said, good news is they only charge by the inch, so I should be okay on that. Anyway, um, the inch of the the, uh, kidney stone, of course. Uh, Anyway, um, okay. I want to know, in 2023, among 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds in particular, what are you looking for in a mate? And don't say, my genitals. Don't say that, because that's not going to fly on this. Um, I'm not doing a dating show, okay? Just be aware. I started out this career back in uh, August of 1983, 
doing a version of Desperate and Dateless. And the the story of my career is that uh, the old GR was bringing in these guys from all over the country to audition for John Otto's job. And out of the blue, I said, you know what, I want to give this a try. And ended up getting the job offer the day after I tried it, which made a lot of sense because they I was cheaper than anybody else. They didn't have to move me, and I was from Buffalo, so they didn't have to teach me how to say Skagiquata. So um, anyway, uh, <laughs> a little humorous, ironic fun there. Uh, anyway, that, that's how this whole beast got started. And um, I think back all those 40-plus years ago, and I, I just find it mind-blowing that uh, – I just find it mind-blowing what has happened over the past few decades in many, in many ways um, than, than just the broadcast stuff. I mean, the off-air stuff has been, has been a circus. It's been a tragedy. It's been a carnival. Uh, and it's been highly instructive. And, uh, yeah, boy, I, I'm working on the book, but I, it's, I'm slow to write. I'll tell you that much. So, anyway, uh, I want to know, without doing a dating show, what it is you are looking for and how you are going about getting it. Now, I'm talking about human relationships. And before we go on to the program, I know what some of you are thinking. Well, WBEN's a right-wing radio station. I'm homosexual. They're never going to let me on the air. Okay, for the one millionth time at least, I don't care what you are. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care if you're gay, lesbian, bisexual. I really, it matters so little to me. It's a shame I've got to mention that. that It's not just a heterosexual thing, all right? So if you are any of those people, hey, you know what? It's all good by me. I couldn't care less. I want you to be happy and be happy being you. That's one of the keys to happiness. Without being a sociopath, being happy means living, I hate this expression, but this time I'm going to use it, living your best life. Um, I heard somebody mention that the other night um, at a local restaurant. I must confess, a homicidal thought did cross my mind for less than a second, but I quickly got that under control. That's called civilization. But there are um, a, a whole bunch of things here about which to speak. First of all, and I've mentioned this before, In Japan, there is a loneliness epidemic among adults. It's like, first of all, Japan, people don't like to talk about this, but if you've been there, you know I'm correct. Japan is probably the most racist country on the face of the planet, okay? If you are not Japanese, you are pretty much non persona non grata in Japan. Very racist people, and it's been that way for a long time. Hate to break the news. They're a great ally in the Pacific. It's a very racist country, okay? If you're Caucasian, if you're black, hey, hey, look, white and black can get together and realize, you know, the Japanese don't like us that much. But, uh, no, it's a very racist country. Uh, But that being said, uh, Japan is one of the loneliest nations on the face of this earth. And I know that you might find this hard to believe, but they actually have businesses in Japan where you go in and you plunk down X number of yen or whatever the unit of currency is over there uh, for, let's say, 30 minutes of snuggling with somebody of the opposite sex. Now, the caveat is, actually caveat is, that, because um, there is no V in Latin, um, but the caveat is that uh, you can't fondle or 
start to dry hump or anything like you do anything that crosses the line sexually you're banned and you're out for good but japan is such a lonely nation devoid of human interaction and contact people literally pay to snuggle other people true story and we look we've all heard the uh, the psych 101 uh, we've all read the Psych 101 stuff, right, about how monkeys who are deprived of human interaction as young monkeys later on in life lack the capacity allegedly to adapt social behaviors. And I've heard the same is true with dogs and cats to some degree, although it's more remediable in canines and felines. And I'm very proud to tell you that one of my kids was actually at the forefront of the SPCA serving Erie County's program to socialize um, kittens and cats that had been neglected, that had had no human companionship whatsoever to prepare them for adoption by their forever family. So uh, that's something I know the SPCA serving Erie County uh, has done. And one of my kids was involved in the inception and conception of that program. Um, it's not on the resume, but uh, it, it's there. But you know, socialization obviously is very, very important. But, you know, one of the things one of the things that gets me based on some Facebook posts um, over the summer um, is that nobody. OK, I shouldn't say nobody. Um Many, many, many people do not want to get married. And, and you hear them call the show, and they might be male, they might be female, typically male, and they'll say things like, oh, I, I don't want to date. Oh, I don't want to be with anybody. Oh, I don't want to get married. And I wonder to myself, is, is that a genuine want? Is that a real desire? Is that an inclination or is that somebody who has just waved the white flag of surrender and said, you know what, um, I'm not winning this, so I'm bowing out of the race. So for men, I have to ask you, for what are you looking? Do you want marriage? Do you want to be single? Do you want a serial date? You know, what? what is it for you? And I really want to hear from millennials, Generation Xers, Generation Zers, whatever. I've lost track of the letters, quite frankly. They should have started with A and worked their way down because we're already out of letters. Uh, Going to be like hurricane season. Generation Alpha Z. Uh, but what do, you, um, what do you want out of your life? Because I, I was just stunned earlier in the dark days of spring and summer for me at the number of people who had absolutely no desire whatsoever to hook up with another human being in a relationship, or for that matter, even a hookup. Um, so men, for what are you looking that you have not found? The, you, you've got to have a list, and the same thing goes with women. Now, I know men better than I know women, but it's a close call. Let me tell you that much. Um, the, in light of the beginning of the show, that's a rather interesting statement. But the, um, the sorry, the, uh, I'd like to keep everybody guessing. It's a riot for me. It always has been. But anyway, um, what is it that you are hoping to find? What, what, what is it? Is it a one-on-one -on -one relationship? Is it to date a whole bunch of people at the same time? Um, what is it? And what do you think you've done wrong? And to be honest with you, when I look at a lot of guys, and uh, I go out pretty much every night, 
And uh, <laughs> it's, you know, I, I see so many guys who just don't have the nuts to make a move on someone they've been staring at. And I think to myself, what is your stinking problem? And the old expression is, it's a man's world. If you want something, if you want someone, you go and you try to get it. Now, look, you don't mow another man's lawn. I mean, that's rule number one, of of course. Um, Sometimes followed, sometimes not followed, but that's a general rule to keep you alive. So um, it, it amazes me the number of grown men, 30s, 40s, 50s, who are scared of girls and they don't want to approach them. And I, I laugh. I laugh at that because I'm not a movie star, okay? I don't look like – right, maybe I do. Uh, but, no, I, I, don't, I don't look like a movie star at all, all right? But I've found this much in life. If you don't try, the result is going to be 0%. If you try, you might get 50%. Even 25% is better than nothing. And let's just talk about the qualities for which you are looking. Okay, number one. I'm going to be duality-like here, all right? Number one, um, you have to have a basic attraction. Uh, not a basic instinct with the leg-crossing scene, but you, you need to have a basic attraction to somebody in order to pursue them. And attractions come in all kinds of denominations, if you will. Uh, some are physical, some are mental, some are social, but you, you've got to have a fundamental attraction. And to me... Uh, if I don't find somebody physically attractive, I know that it, I, I knew that it was never going to go anywhere. Okay, so that's that's number one. And you can call me superficial. That's fine. The other side of that coin is what is the first to go in a human being? Don't say bowel control. What is the first to go in a human being? Looks, looks. Time ravages the looks, and it happens to everybody everywhere. Time ravages the looks. So, yes, while looks are important and chemistry is the most important thing there is, um, understand that the looks are always going to be the first thing to go, okay? Uh, So that's number one. Women, what are you looking for? Because I'm going to tell you, there are a lot of guys that would love to meet you but they're scared to approach you. They don't want to approach you because they're scared of getting shot down. Uh, they're scared that they're not good enough. They've got inadequacy issues. Uh, and you also, ladies, you have inadequacy issues too. You know, I've never been with a 10 who thought she was a 10. They always have. Seriously, uh, the, the better looking, my own personal experience, the better looking a woman is, the more insecure she is. It is a paradox but i'm telling you it is the absolute truth all right there's an insecurity i think in all of us male and female but i think good-looking females are even more insecure than most males are who might have a few extra pounds around the midsection but um what is it for which you are looking Uh, as you enter whatever phase you are in your life and i would love to hear from people who uh uh, I'd love to hear from people who um, have opinions on this. Uh, this is a very important topic. Uh, 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. So you are single, or maybe you're recently married. What were you looking for um, 
and were there certain indelible boxes that had to be checked off? And if one box was missing, forget about it. You knew it wasn't going to happen. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. 228, uh, I want these lines to light up with all of the single people wondering if life has passed them by. Don't give up until you drink from the silver cup and ride that highway in the sky. I believe that was America circa 1975. 803-0930, star 930, and uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. Bowerly, behind the microphone, behind the glass, we have Tanner Saunders, and uh, I, I want calls on this because this should be awesome. Stay with us on WBEN. Oh, let's go back to the 70s, shall we? The uh, band was uh, America. And listen to these heartfelt and poignant lyrics. This is for all lonely people Thinking that life has passed them by Try not to cry, it's all right. Don't give up until you Drink from the silver cup And ride that highway in the sky well, I mean, I figure if I'm going to quote a song, I might as well play it. Uh, all right, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, for both men and women, especially those of you in your 20s, 30s, 40s, um, what what's your life plan? What Tell us about your life. You're married, you're single. If you're single, are you single by choice? Are you single because it's just the way things worked out? You haven't met the right person? Um, what are the must-haves and what are the automatic disqualifiers, right? Um, and, you know, for men, I think, uh, all due respect and everything, but uh, for men, I think the, uh, the biggest fear that guys have is being shot down. And that is like the stupidest fear that you can possibly have. I'm just telling you, it is stupid. And... The other thing, and I've said this in previous shows, I said it earlier this week, I've said it before when I was giving somebody uh, non-psychologically licensed advice, is uh, if you want to attract a quality woman, you'd better attract, I'm sorry, you'd better present a quality front. And that's why I'm such a big believer in, in suits. Uh, when you go out, and I know that people are saying, "Oh, you got to be kidding me!" Suits, blah, blah, blah. well, if you want quality, you got to look like quality. Like seeks like, right? Now there are um, obviously, I mean, that, look, that's that's superficial, and I get it. But a lot of life is superficial. Deal with it. It happens. Um, women, um, you know, wow. I, I don't even want to get into what the disqualifiers would be for women. Um, women typically, and I think this is correct for most women, and, and I could be wrong, and women, you're going to have to help me on this because um, I, I don't know where you are at in your 20s, 30s, or 40s anymore. I, I don't have a clue. But the old stereotypical ideal man was tall, and he was dark, and he was handsome. Now, I don't know how you define tall, exactly what height you give in order to be tall. Is it is it 5'11"? Is it 6 feet tall? I have no idea. Do they really have to be dark? Do they have to be handsome? Well, they got to be handsome to you, but let me ask you something. What if somebody is tall, dark, and handsome, but dumb as a stump? 
What if somebody is tall, dark, and handsome, but they've got an extensive felony violent record? Is that really going to... Oh, I can change him. I can fix the broken bird with the wing. 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone and uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. Oh, and here, let me just give you a little bit of... uh, of uh, advice, guys. And maybe this is true for women too, but I got to hear from women because I'm not a woman. I don't yet identify as a woman, but it's 2023. Anything can change. I have no idea. But um, one of the uh, one of the things that I've learned over the years, and you tell me if this is right or if this is wrong, that you want to be with a woman who has a good relationship or who had a good relationship with her father. And I will tell you why, based on my experiences. And again, it's not about me, this show. It's about use guys. Sorry, I had to say that. It's about use guys. And one of the things that I've discovered is that if a woman has daddy issues, guess what you become as the dominant male in her life? You become daddy. And all of the things that she couldn't tell daddy when she was growing up are going to be piled on you. How many of you guys out there can relate to that? You ended up with a woman who did not get along with her father. And as a result of that, I mean, I think it's kind of an easy psychological equation to figure out. As a result of that, you then become the victim of of the things that she wishes she would have been able to say to her father without getting smacked around or grounded or whatever. I don't know if the same thing goes for ladies. Ladies, if you are with a dude who can't stand his mother, and and I know there are are people who can't stand their mother for various reasons, um, is that like a red flag to you? Do you wave the red flag and say, nope? So what um, those of you, again, Uh, I'm especially reaching out to the younger and single people, but you might be older and single. And I mean, what I don't want is people calling in saying, I'm 85 years old. I'm 75 years old. Now, I think we should have like an age limit on the show today of like 60 for this topic, maybe 55 for the topic, maybe 55. Uh, But the, uh, or somewhere around then, okay? I'm just saying, 80 years old, Hardly makes sense to go home from visiting the cemetery. Use that line yesterday. It's a very famous line. I think it was Errol Flynn, but I always found it funny. And even as I get older, I find it funny. Sometimes I wonder the same thing about myself. But anyway, um, 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. What are you looking for out of your life? Are you looking to be forever single? Are you looking to be married? And, you know, check off the boxes. And no, that's not a double entendre. Um, check off the boxes. What are the what are the automatic turnoffs for you? Uh, some people, for example, will not date a smoker. Doesn't matter if they smoke weed. Doesn't matter if they smoke cigarettes. They just won't do it. Some people, I'm told, um, don't date people who drink every day. Uh, that is a big turnoff. That is a big red flag. And if you look at these statistics, you'll find that substance abuse issues are kind of a big deal when it comes to reasons why couples uh, break up and, uh, and, and separate. And let's face it, some people can handle liquor and some people can't. 
And it's that, I mean, it, it's that easy. I'm sure you can think of people in your life who cannot handle booze. You might be totally fine. They can't handle it. They get loud. They get annoying. They get abrasive. They get obnoxious. And you, like, distance yourself from them because you know that funny smell comes into the air and all hell's about to break loose because of your drunken friend. Uh, let me give you the phone numbers to call. And this should be a great show. But it needs your input because I'm just one guy with one guy's life experiences, and that's it. Now, granted, I've had enough life experiences to fit in several lifetimes, but you know what? That was all in the name of show prep. Uh, that That's what that was. That was show prep. Um, 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN. What are you looking for, first of all, as far as your lifestyle is concerned? Do you want to be married, living under the same roof? Do you simply want a consistent partner for the rest of your life and um, you never have any plans on getting married? Um, If you are going to get married, uh, especially when you're older, again, I'm not a lawyer and I'm not trying to play one on the radio, but a prenuptial agreement to me is an absolute necessity. And I've been hearing this since I was in my 20s talking to attorneys on the radio, that if two parties enter into a marriage, which is basically a business agreement, um, you had better list all of the assets, all of the liabilities, and you got to make it real clear that you are leaving with what you came in with and he is leaving with what he came in with and that there is a fair and equitable distribution of the joint marital property Um, because you don't want to get screwed. I mean, you don't want some dude coming in and taking over your pension, right? Like he sits at home, you bring in the money, and he puts in a claim in your pension, and he's probably going to get it. I mean, that would really suck. I was counting on that for my retirement, but instead I've been stocking up on Frisky Feast. 803, that's cat food, I think. 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. Come on, guys. This is a hell of a good topic, and I'm disappointed in you. It's a Friday. Your your, your hackle should be up on this one. Um, the um, uh, I, I like to shame the audience sometimes, but... This has come up, and every time it's come up, a whole bunch of people call in, and i got to turn them away because we move on to another topic. So this time, I'm giving you the opportunity to set the direction of the show um, by answering this topic. You know, what, what is important to you? And it, it, not just for the, for the single people, but for the married people out there who have been married for, I don't know, 15, 20, or more years, what would you say the secret is to keeping things together uh, in a marriage? Now, and there, by the way, there are two very interesting schools of thought on this. Number one, opposites attract, which I don't believe in. Uh, and number two, that the more similarities you have, the better off you are going to be. Which, to which theory do you subscribe? I do not believe in the idea that opposites attract. For example... Uh, There is no way I ever would have dated Dianne Feinstein. Certainly wouldn't date her now, uh, but there is no way, well, she's no longer with us, tragically, passing away at the age of uh, 90, was it? I mean, that's a good long run. But anyway, um, 803-0930 is the phone number. God, you guys are making an idiot of me today. I'm thinking this is going to be such an awesome show, and we've talked about this before. Hello? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Now, um, I do think, 
uh, as opposed to opposites necessarily, that people can complement each other. And I don't mean, my goodness, you look awfully handsome today. Well, that's funny because you look awfully beautiful today. <laughs> I don't mean something like that. I mean, um, compliment as in, okay, you are good at X, Y, and Z, and she is good at M, N, N, O, N, P, okay? Um, and, and you can complement each other and intermesh, and each of you has different chores, different skills, different uh, life abilities. You know, you might be great on a computer. She might not be so great on a computer, uh, or she might be a very handy lady, and you don't know the difference between a screwdriver and a jackhammer, okay? Um, I was going to use a jackhammer joke, but I decided to tenderly walk away from it. 803. 0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And the other thing, in addition to opposites attracting, which I do not believe in, I think the more similarities you have with somebody, the better chance you have for success. And the reason is you limit the... Um, hostile interfacing possibilities that can take place within the context of a relationship. And I, I hate to say this, but in 2023, um, if I were available, there is zero chance I'm going to go out with somebody who has a Biden bumper sticker. It, it's just, it's not going to happen. It never would have happened. I don't care if she was a 10. I don't care how much she made. I don't care if the Biden-Harris sticker is on a Ferrari. Not interested here. Just not interested. It's not going to work because all life is going to be is just one argument after another about political stuff. And I don't like arguing about political stuff. I don't like doing it here. I don't like doing it in real life. You're not going to change anybody. Remember I talked about the sharp edges on things? Yeah, my knee has a bad habit of finding those. Oh, son of a... Let's go to uh, Ruth in uh, Lackawanna, our first victim at 803-0930. I'm going to continue this in the 3 o'clock hour just to get you guys upset with me. Uh, Ruth, you're on WBN. Okay, hi. Yeah, remember... uh... Years ago, in the Buffalo News, they used to have a column was called the Meeting Place. Uh, yes. Okay, that's how I met. Well, now we're divorced. We were married for like fifteen years, but no, that's how we met each other. Uh, it had been after Christmas, and I wrote in about what type of person I was looking for, and he answered me, and we just hit it off right from the beginning. Uh, you know. And I will say everything was going really, really good until uh, Desert Storm came along. And he had some kind of reaction to the malaria shot that they gave him because he did, oh, yeah, he did a complete 180. This man was never violent, nothing, until he came back. And, oh, boy. Yeah. Well, let me, let me, okay, let's, let's just, I'm not trying to play doctor here, but are you sure to the exclusion of all other possibilities that it was the malaria shot and not some kind of combat or something that he encountered during basic? It, it might've been something with that, but I do know, um, one of the things that did happen to him is his skin was falling off. I mean, he could pick up something. Oh yeah. He could pick up something. In fact, we were moving the kid's sandbox. And he picked it up and grabbed it with his fingers, and his fingers got caught underneath the the, the rim of it. 
skin was all peeling off of his hands. It, it, I, yeah. I don't want to sound stupid, my love, but is is that a sign of malaria or is that a sign of some of the chemical agents with which he may have come into contact? I I think that's what what it was with some of the agents he came in contact with. Yeah, like I mean, just say, saying malaria shot to the exclusion of all other possibilities, I think. Oh, I love you, but it's a bit narrow-minded. you got to keep an open book. Yeah. Oh, no. No, I am. I mean, um, but I do think it had a lot to do with the combat thing, too. Because, like I said, this man was never uh, violent. But, but no, to get back to the, how we met, that is how we met, is through the meeting place. And, you know, I mean, and I did have a lot of people answer. And some of them were really, you know, <laughs> I mean, I got pictures of men that were nude <laughs> that they sent to me. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Oh, I- Oh, I get those periodically in the mail, too, with my face photoshopped under some interesting uh, scenarios, I'll tell you. Uh, but uh, anyway, for a while, I thought it was this guy I knew, but it wasn't him. It's like, who did that? But, uh, okay. So, you know, what, what, all different. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, my love. So what? what is your advice? And just tell us, like, your tale of what was important, what worked. And obviously, something happened to him overseas. And we'll, we're right. never going to know what it was, okay? You're never mm-hmm. going to know what it was. Maybe oh, someday the doctors yeah. will say, but. Yeah, who knows? You know, this point. But I was looking for somebody that didn't smoke. Uh, I've never smoked. And if you come in contact with somebody that is a smoker, you can tell because it lingers on their clothes, their hair. So that was a big one for me yeah. right there. I've um, heard, yeah. Yeah, drinking, I mean, I will have a social drink now and then, but not to the point where I have to have three or four beers every single day. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know? hmm. So that was another one. I mean, I didn't want somebody that was dependent on alcohol. That's uh, what some you guys know. call breakfast, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, enjoyed kids because I, you know, I had four myself. Uh, this person had, you know, this person had two. So, I mean, the kids all got along great together. They really did. Uh, so story. that was a big thing right there. Yeah. Well, it's, it know, sounds so like I it was think... a dream up until um, Desert Storm. And whatever happened, yep. happened. And let me yep. ask you this, because you took a vow yes. in sickness and in health. So did you make all of the reasonable accommodations you could have made to get your husband at the time the psychiatric help and the medical help he probably needed to deal with PTS and to deal with any chemical agents with which he might have come into contact or even burn pit stuff? Yes, I did. Um, But one of the things that really stopped it was getting violent. To the point that uh, even uh, grabbed one of the teenage daughters up by the throat and had her up against the wall. So yeah, that you yeah, know, that's that's the line. Uh, the the violence line. Once the violence line is 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 uh, is crossed, it's over. Yeah, it's over. You, you it's can't done. do that. Um, you know, because he would bring his gun home. And, I mean, at one point we had uh, because they told him to be ready. We had an M16 rifle sitting on our dining room table. You know? Doesn't everybody? Oh. Come on. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. AR-15. I mean, everybody's got one of those. So, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm really interested in exploring this further with you. Do you not think this is an awesome topic? Because I do. Oh, I do. I do. I, I really do. 
because I, you know, I want to hold um, you on. I want to hold you on. I want to continue this. And by the end of the conversation, you and I will be man and wife. Okay. But, okay. Sounds good. <laughs> all right. Trust me. It'll be fine. Can you can you organize a house? You're in. Okay. Uh, hold hold on. Um, uh, put her on hold. They're going to be back there. So, what, guys, what are you looking for out of your romantic life? Are you looking to get married? I'm stunned at the number of people my age and younger who say, I have no desire to get married. I'll never get married. I want to spend the rest of my life alone. Um, you know, um, even during the dark times, I wasn't alone. I mean, sorry, but uh, I had a life to live, and I was going to live it. And believe me, I lived it to the fullest. And I apologize um, <laughs> to uh, Miss Carrie for being so obvious.